The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back <laughs> to part two of the Glowing in Tech podcast. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Jesse. And this, this is Glowing in Tech. Sponsored by Makers. So today we are back with Candida for part two, and we're going to be starting with a career challenge. So what's a career challenge that you faced and how did you overcome that? Um, I'd gone into stuff that people thought that I should do. And I'd gone down, like you saying, the societal pressure and kind of, this is a proper job, right? Um, and for me, it was also having stable income. I'd done sort of, um, I'd worked in Christmas factories. I'd worked in um, all sorts of arty things and um, catering and hospitality, all sorts of stuff. And I just wanted something that was a little bit more consistent and stable. Um, and I think I didn't really know how to go about that in a creative way. I didn't, I don't know if I didn't necessarily have that sort of experience, people with those experiences around me, but I didn't seek it out, I think. I've really learned that now, that actually there's so much you can seek out. Um, and that was part of what I did. I took, um, I got quite burnt out. Um, I was quite tired. I was at a loss of like, right, what do I actually want to do? So I took a month off and I went to like loads of workshops and um, events and spoke to people. Um, I discovered coaching by chance um, and definitely recommend being cheeky and asking for chances, <laughs> where, being cheeky and just asking oh, for chances, cheeky. yeah, where you can. So like, you know, this coach that I had a session with, she wasn't there for me. She was there for the students, but she was a bit, she had a quiet day. So then mm -hmm. I just kind of was like, can I see what that's about? Mm -hmm. um, and that really, really helped. So I had all these options that I was considering and I found that quite overwhelming. Um, but my main thing was I want to do something I actually enjoy. And I think that part of the challenge was um, allowing myself to look for something I enjoyed because I think I grew up with this thing of like work needs to be hard. Oh, interesting. You, know? you shouldn't be able to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Something I want to touch on or ask about is a lot of the time people, it takes them a while to realize they're burnt out or they can't yeah. recognize it. So what were those things that you noticed about yourself that made you realize, hang on, this isn't normal. Mm -hmm. I think I'm burnt out. I think I need some time off yeah. because sometimes it can be, it can take people a long time to work that out. So what was it that led you to be able yeah. to make that decision for yourself? It's a really good question, actually. I think I've got better at recognizing the signals for myself, but um, it was quite surreal because we had someone come into the organization who did a talk on mental health and looking out for your colleagues and burnout mm -hmm. and she went through these things and I was like oh I'm oh. doing all of those things <laughs> so I kind of like realized that you know so like for example there's little things like I just wasn't making as much I'd gone quieter at work um I'd wasn't making as much effort with what I was wearing I was just getting to work mm -hmm. I was on autopilot my food, I wasn't just eating crap really, just because I was, wasn't focused. Um, and I just felt quite down and upset at work. And um, actually the coach who had coached me for that one session, when I first met her, I don't know, there's maybe like a month between her meeting me and me having a session. And afterwards she said, um, 
your energy has completely changed. You've really gone down and you were quite bubbly like a month oh. ago. And I think having someone else say that and reflect it back to me was like, oh, okay, this isn't just, because I think you're so right. When it's burnout, you feel like it could be just a phase. Yeah, exactly. I'm uh, assuming it's hard today, maybe it's hormones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll just see if it like shifts in a week yeah, or whatever. Exactly. And then you realize it's been a few months and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, so I think, well, everything kind of came at once. Um, but it's definitely taught me my own signals of like, okay, if like I'm feeling really exhausted or my, if I'm making less effort with things that matter to me, something's shifting, like what mm. what is that? Um, so I think everyone has different patterns and it's it's getting to know them. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the, it kind of got to a point where I couldn't ignore it and pretend it wasn't happening anymore. I was like, okay, no, I just need to stop Yeah, for a bit. Um, so yeah, that's, that's me. Okay, so then you did these workshops, you kind of got in touch with how you were feeling and, and what it was that you enjoyed. And so now what do you do differently to maintain that kind of new energy that you have? Like, mm. how do you stop, um, I guess, that pattern from repeating? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think um, as someone that, works a lot I'm always prone mm-hmm. to burning out so I think I always have to watch it I yeah. think is and I think I sort of go through phases of it but again I think in the same way that I got myself out of feeling stuck when I just was like where do I go with my career or do I even for me I was like, I don't even have a career as such I've just gone from different job to job right mm-hmm. I think it was um, it's keeping the curiosity alive. Mm-hmm. I think if I realize I haven't done anything that I'm generally curious about, whether that is reading up on something, listening to an amazing podcast, having a conversation with something, some someone that I'm really interested about something that you know we're talking about, is that inspiration that kind of keeps it kind of wakes things up for me again. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I realize I've gone for a long time without any of that, that's when I think when it's not the only thing but I think it's again makes it more it makes it easier to start to slip yeah I really want to speak about even the external validation piece Mm. about doing stuff like certain roles because of how other people view or because oh this is what like I'm expected to do as an adult as someone this age I want to have a proper job because what is it going to look like if I have a creative role I think that a lot of creatives do listen to this podcast and they may be struggling with similar things about them not feeling like they're good enough maybe because yeah. of what they do how do you you reframe that like um in terms of how it affects your self-esteem and self-worth mm, that's such a good question um oh <laughs> I'm just like there's so much I could say <laughs> so I think it's um I'm really really um interested in learning around self-doubt and how that shows up for us and how it impacts us and I think it takes a lot of courage and strength to change your career or, you know, to go for something that is against maybe what your family and friends and society expects of you. Um, You know, um, it's an energy that we have, but we have to keep tapping into, Mm. I think. And um, I, I took like a creative break for, I don't know, maybe like four or five years and when I came back to it, it was like, oh, this, 
this is my thing. Like, you know, whatever that was, where I was just making or I was like, it's kind of like denying a part of yourself. Yeah. No. I feel this on a very deep level. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it kind of goes back to like, if you're denying that part of yourself and you're not living by your values and what's important to you, and you know, our values can change from time to time. It's not that they we have our set things, but um, that wears us down. Like, I think it naturally sort of opens a door to feeling a bit sort of down about things and our self-esteem going and like not feeling as confident because we're not using our strengths. And I think if we know our strengths and we know, I just generally enjoy this and generally good at this, um, it really, really makes a difference, you know, and that can be in work or out of work. It doesn't have to be as your career. I think as creatives, that's quite a hard thing when you think, how do I turn this into a career? Yeah. You know, and I've gone around in that cycle. Yeah. Many times. That's another thing with creative outlets is sometimes you can put putting the pressure on it being something that generates income or is something that you can rely on to provide resource can be something that takes the joy out of something, yes. right? So it doesn't always have to be a career move yeah. to tap into that creativity. Complete. I really, really relate to that. I've um, you know, I opened a craft shop and ran a craft shop. I was um teaching book arts and creative workshops i was making my own products and selling my own products it's a lot you know mm-hmm. it's it's exhausting but i think one thing i have learned is that actually what does creativity mean to you because yes it can be making physical things but it can also be being a creative thinker mm. right sorry <laughs> i love that <laughs> no so i think where are you using creativity in your day-to-day life mm. it's probably there more than you realize mm. you know and kind of giving that some space and uh, some credit as well thank you yeah that's lovely that's lovely so it's time for my favorite segment of the podcast what's the tech tea so candida will be sharing her controversial take on something within the tech industry so what will that be today uh so today it is around feedback and i'll spill the tea (laughs) (laughs) so um i think i mentioned i'm quite fascinated really by overwhelm uh self-doubt and all that kind of comes in that under that umbrella and because of that um i've been doing quite a lot of research into it and some of my research i found a study that was first conducted in 2014 and then they've repeated it um same same or slightly or very similar in 2022 which found that um in performance reviews women got more negative feedback than men but on top of that 70 percent of women got feedback about their personalities compared to two percent of men so yeah i mean that's just a shocking statistic right Mm -hmm. um but I think if we kind of know this and we prepare for it, I think as women in tech, it's really important to look at the sort of feedback you're getting and filter it because it's not all going to be useful. And I go into this quite a lot in um, a recently launched a self-doubt course. Did you? Yes. We're exploring (laughs) kind of, um, yeah, just... I think if you can develop a wise relationship with your self-doubt, you can use it to empower you rather than hold you back. Love that. And um, 
feedback is is such a vulnerable thing yeah right and it's always going to be but i think and there's different kinds of ways of looking at feedback in terms of the feedback we give to others the feedback we're receiving and when i say that i don't mean just what someone's saying i mean all the unsaid stuff all the body language and the atmosphere and the tone um again studies show that women pick up on that a lot more mm-hmm. than men in general you know so it's something that we're always taking in yeah and that can be quite exhausting you know but I think if we're filtering if we know what our goals are and we are tapping into our inner resources and our inner support to really keep those goals in mind then we can use that feedback to go okay what is useful about this to move me towards my goal Mm -hmm. if this is something about me as a person that maybe doesn't fit with the isn't a good fit for the company say it's a um it's a job rejection or something or if it's a personality of somebody or you know whatever that might be there's so many other reasons that people give feedback and it says so much about them yeah um not necessarily a fact about you yeah absolutely what, what i like about the study that you mentioned was the fact that actually talks about bias within feedback mm. i think that whenever we're speaking about feedback we don't actually include the bias that's also at hand as well yeah. what's interesting is even the conversation on the difference um essentially proximity bias about hybrid working yeah. and you, you're more likely to feel a connection with people when you're in person rather than the people yes. that are um joining in virtually mm. and how that can impact your mm. emotion the way people view you and things like that yeah yeah i think that's a really tricky one as well because People show up online so differently. Yeah. You know? And how do you build an online space that welcomes introverts and extroverts mm. and all in between, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't think it's the easiest thing. But yeah, I think it's it's a bit like I think it's being really conscious of tone. And I think stepping back, and that's why I'm again kind of the journaling, the reflecting, so important because with the sort of hybrid working we're putting the tone on things a lot as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um and that brings up all of these narratives and these stories that we have um from past experiences um and some are true and that's what's happening but like you know that there's so many layers that are on top of that and i think really unpacking a piece of feedback and looking at what the facts are how you feel and what you need are really really key um, to structuring what you might give as feedback but also what you might give yourself yeah um, like. I love that I think it's really important and the study and the statistics prove something that can be really difficult to prove which is that yeah. there is a difference because sometimes these things being a woman in tech being a black woman in tech mm-hmm. you don't know you can guess out yourself and be like am I imagining this is this actually what's happening but understanding that you can take that um kind of almost unconscious bias because the people aren't necessarily doing it intentionally mm. but then filter it yourself to make sure that yes. you are still receiving the benefits but also kind of almost creating a barrier to prevent that um kind of like thing that can wear you down and the way that you yeah. can end up not liking your job or your career because you are yeah. encountering these difficulties and these differences from the dominant groups in the industry um yeah I think that's so key so how would you do you have any advice for like the things you would identify or ways you would identify feedback that isn't necessarily good for you or 
kind of um, beneficial for you to take on? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. So I think it's about looking at, um, you know, my mind is thinking that I'm quite visual, so I'm thinking of like jotting this down on paper, mm -hmm. right? So you've got some feedback, you're jotting down what was said. And I think it's really asking yourself, what does this tell me about the person who gave me the feedback? Mm. You know, rather than the perspective of what this is, you know, because we may have a, a belief about ourselves and then it takes a tiny thing for us to go, oh, yeah, that's what they meant. You yeah. know, so I think looking at the what does this tell us about the perspective? And that doesn't have to be a negative thing that can be kind of like, well, actually, maybe they're quite stressed. Maybe they've got lots going on. Maybe they had a short list of this many people and, you know, whatever that may be. I know we don't always know the answers and some mm -hmm. of that is guesswork. But I think it's a really interesting perspective to look at it from, like where are they coming from? Mm -hmm. um, but then I would also look at um, what's in there. Yeah, like how much of it is about my performance and about something I can take on? And does that ring true? Can I change my learning way of working, whatever that might be? Mm -hmm. Is there need for that? Is it one person that said it once? yeah you know yeah. because that it we get weighted differently based on yeah yeah I think a really good thing to consider and it's a bit of a sort of uh bigger topic around it but is what's feedback you've received that didn't sting mm. that you just went oh yeah whatever no I don't agree with you I'm just not even going to take it on mm -hmm. and we do have those examples and I think then it's kind of helps you identify what does sting and what does stay with you and can kind of almost like put those punches in your self-esteem mm -hmm. because then I'd say there's some inner work to kind of explore that and you can start to reframe that for yourself yeah but it kind of again separates it from the person the organization your abilities and kind of lets you see oh, okay it's because it kind of taps into something that might be a bit bigger yeah, yeah. I think what's a bit confusing though is like language so for example mm. From the study, it was saying that ambition for men is seen yes. as a good thing. But if they describe it as ambitious for women and minority groups, it's actually seen as a negative thing. Yeah. And that's really confusing because to me, being ambitious, that amazing. Like, I would think that that's a good thing. But yeah. I, wouldn't know, I would not know in the feedback, oh, Amber, you're quite ambitious, that they may not be seeing that as a positive yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's what's so yeah. confusing because... We yeah. have different um, relationships of words. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be a bit Yeah. The actuality is like, you, girl, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you need to calm yeah. down. So ambitious. So I've definitely had that. <laughs> <laughs> I have as well. <laughs> so maybe it's like also getting some clarity about like what yes. they mean by things. Very like, much so. It's yeah. to ask um, I don't know, because I wouldn't think to ask. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, because I'd be like, yeah. it's obvious, yeah. right? Mm. Like, we're in the same boat here, um, but we're not always yeah. in the same boat. Yeah. So do you think that it's good to ask back exactly what they mean by that? I don't want to come across as abrasive and changing. What That's do you a, mean by yeah. 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 Like, yeah. How do you balance that out in a helpful yeah, way? It's a good to, to make it not look like I'm being defensive, but also I just want, I need to know, girl. Yeah, you need to clarify. <laughs> I need to yeah. clarify. And I think, but then that's it, right? And I think it's a really good point, actually. I think, yes, do ask. and But it's how you frame that, right? So like, oh, ambitious. I'm, I'm really curious about that. I'd love to like understand it a bit more. How, in what sense do you mean it? Yeah. Mm. In what sense do you mean it? I'm writing yeah. that down. <laughs> 
<laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us, Candida. Where can we keep up with you and, and find out about your course and all of that? Ah, so um, there is my website, uh, candidabradley.com. Nice and simple. Um, and also I work at Makers. So if you want to reach out to me through that, um, it's candidamakers.tech. Very welcome to. I'm really always happy to talk about um, all the kind of kind of how we understand ourselves and empower ourselves um, and support others in that as well. Because I think once you have those skills, you can um, take yourself anywhere, really. Thank you so much. I love that. that. (laughs) Be sure to follow us on socials at Glowing in Tech on all social media platforms. And let us know what you thought about the episode. Give us five stars and comments on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you're listening to us. (laughs) Thanks so much and see you next week. Available on all major podcast platforms. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.